0: Hello everyone. Welcome back to First Listen to Media. Today, our guests are the band Rare Occasions. What's up, guys? What's hey, up? Zach? What's
1: going on? Thanks for having us. What's up?
0: Thank, thank you guys for being here. This is fucking insane. <laughs> We're glad to be here, man. Let's get started. When did um the band begin?
1: 2012 officially. That's when we uh, started calling ourselves the Rare Occasions. But really. Like we were jamming, the three of us uh, before that, I think in 2011, even maybe 2010. And then even before that, Brian and I grew up together playing music. So in in high school, we had a band in Rhode Island um, and we sort of took that with us to to college.
2: That's where we met Jeremy and we started the Rare Occasions in Boston.
0: Where did the band name come from, Rare Occasions?
1: Hmm. <laughs> we're not really sure we like when we were uh coming up with what we wanted to call ourselves we basically just like all put a bunch of things on a list and like scratched out one by one the ones that either were taken by other bands or that you know one of their guys didn't like and rare occasions was just the the last one remaining on that list
0: i was, about to say, I, thought it was I thought it was uh like something to where this big blow-up happened with you guys, because that was a rare occasion. Uh,
1: Yeah, yeah. actually, we should come up with a more creative story like that. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) I guess we could say something like, you know, the experience of listening to our music or coming to a show
2: is a rare occasion. (laughs) I think, like, over the last 10 years, honestly, over different interviews that we've done, you'll probably find a different answer every single time you watch a video to that answer, or uh, an answer to that question, I mean, in different videos. We've, we spend many hours in a cafeteria or school cafeterias, figuring it out. So it would be cool if we have like an epic story behind it, but I think we'll just make one up every single time someone asks.
0: Hey, whatever works, right?
2: Yeah. yeah. All
0: right, my next question is, how do you describe your style of music?
1: In, uh, in how many words? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. Because uh, we're, we're, like, kind of all over the place musically. But um, I guess, like, generally speaking, we're a rock band. So maybe indie rock. Uh, but we do all sorts of weird stuff. Like, we have orchestral music in our recordings. We have, like, kind of a prog element. And, like, we, all of us come from sort of jazz backgrounds. So... Um, yeah, we just have like a little bit of everything. but uh, there's garage rock, indie rock,
2: surf rock.
1: Yeah, it all it all ends up in that umbrella genre, but yeah. we we take from every sort of piece of music that we've all listened to uh, throughout the years.
0: That is an amazing answer. I love that because I'm all when it comes to music, I'm all over the place. Like like you mentioned jazz. I love jazz. It's like one of my favorite genres and I can go from jazz to just straight up death metal in like two seconds so I'm all over the place I just love the diversity with that and I love the diversity in how you make your music as well I think that's amazing
1: that's cool thank you, thank you.
0: Yeah. speaking of music the song Notions how was your reaction to that when it got onto um, Spotify's top 90
1: oh my god I I couldn't believe it I mean we still don't believe it Like, it's still hard to believe yeah. seeing our name up there with like olivia rodrigo and like these like major label pop acts and it's like the rare occasions like the garage band from down the street like what <laughs> uh, it's it's mind-blowing i don't know the don't
2: one know. that the one that hit me because like we we all grew up in the 90s and and 2000s the one that was like a big holy shit to me was uh when we landed on a spot on some Spotify chart above Mr. Brightside, and I was like, <laughs> uh, yeah. "Like that, that song will stand the test of time." And like for a little pipsqueak of a moment, it was it was getting listened to more. Uh, Notion was getting listened to more than Mr. Brightside. Like
0: it's crazy. I know. It must be is like I said. It's so hard to believe. Just some garage band hits it like this and it's, it's amazing. It's a miracle. (laughs) Yeah. And I think it's really cool personally.
1: Thanks. Yeah. It's, it's, we're, we're sort of like still processing, like how, how we think of ourselves as a band during all of this. I mean, it's like almost a shock to the system, like winning a lottery or something, Like we couldn't have predicted all the attention and but at the same time, it's, like, w- what we've been working for for 10 years. So it's, like, we're so, so grateful for it. Um, and it's just a matter of, like, figuring out how our lives are going to fit into uh, all of this. Yeah.
0: Well, I looked up some little quotes. Sometimes 10 years of hard work can equal one year of absolute, well, one year and continuous of absolute success. And that's kind of what I've seen with this.
2: That's a great, yeah. That, yeah. Yeah that that fits the mold hopefully hopefully we have a year of success but yeah it's been 10 years basically
0: well from what i've heard and seen so far i do see a lot of potential and i cannot wait to see where you guys go from here i am personally very excited that's
1: awesome man. thank, thank you, man. you
0: my next question is about your um 2016 tour do you have any funny funny moments and stories you want to share with that
1: 2016 that so that's when we released future proof ep uh We've had a few tours since then, but that was um, that was a fun one because that was sort of our first real tour, right? Yeah um, That was the first time we like rented a van and, and went on the road. Uh, we, did we camp on that tour we've We've had a few
2: tours where we didn't have a place to stay after the show, so we just had yeah we, I remember practicing uh, practicing pitching that big tent that we had at my house before we went on the road right it, we practiced think, wow. doing it at night because we were expecting having to pitch <laughs> our tent at night and we did uh-huh. it we yeah i in, think we were in
1: pennsylvania we? i think on that tour pennsylvania. We were, uh yeah somewhere in the right. wood, like in the woods we went to a campsite
0: yeah, yeah. it was like 2 a.m <laughs> after the show
1: and we just didn't we hadn't have anywhere to go so we just showed up at a campsite and pitched a tent and uh turned out we were we had pitched our tent on someone else's campsite <laughs> and they <were laughs> and we just couldn't see because it was so dark so we just got up and the moved. next morning we realized like that we were on their property or whatever and they kind of were leering at us so we just like quickly packed up and left
0: <laughs> yep i love hearing stories like this like from Bantu tour because there was one group i worked with they said during one tour they hit three deer I'm like, how? Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, how the hell do you pull
1: that off? Were they a metal band? Because that's like the most metal.
0: Yeah, Edge of world. Paradise, hard rock slash <laughs> <Yep. laughs> <laughs> No, if, if you want it to be more metal, get the deer head and put it under the hood of the. Of the yeah. Place. Yes.
1: Show up to the sh- to the <laughs> next <laughs> city with the deer head on the front of the. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, my next question is actually about the song "Notions." What was the writing process behind it?
1: That whole EP, so the the Future Proof EP um, that Notion was on, uh, we were like all living in different cities because um, some of us had just graduated. And like, uh, so Luke and I graduated the year before and Luke had already moved to LA to do film composing. Uh, And we all knew that we wanted to eventually be out there, but some of us were still in school. Um, I think Jeremy was in New York for part of that time uh, doing an internship. So it was very, like, none of us, like, we probably through that EP, we were only all in the same room uh, for a few hours, like, maybe five to six hours total, all in the same room. Everything else was done sort of, like, sending files over the internet. I think Notion specifically was recorded, because Future Proof was recorded when we were all together in Boston. Notion, you were uh, out here in LA, and I was like facetiming into the recording session yes from boston yep so that was like we recorded a lot of it that way so yeah that was the process for that just very like uh very remote very internet (laughs) and
2: which which worked well because once covid hit and we were writing our newest album big whoop uh, we couldn't see each other for a while so we already knew how to work that way sending files back and forth and writing songs remotely and recording each other, so.
0: I was just about to say that, because with COVID going on, a lot of bands have been trying to adjust to that process. You guys already got it down, so you're good. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. would
2: here. prefer to not write the next album uh, during a pandemic, but.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. That, would be, that would be pretty tight if the pandemic ended for our next album. Yeah, that would be nice. That would be pretty uh, ideal.
0: <laughs> it would be a rare occasion. Yes. <laughs> right. Sorry, I'm all about puns once in a while. This <laughs> is just, just one of those nights.
1: We're we're used to it. <laughs> People love uh using that pun.
0: Uh, well, and... well, it fits a lot of situations like the blow, yeah. for example. That was definitely a rare occasion, but an insane one at that. <laughs> yes.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah.
0: Let's see. Who would you guys love to collaborate with?
1: Ooh, good question. Hmm. Any, any thoughts, any takers
2: to collaborate with? Um, we, we're so, like, precious about our songwriting process. We, we, we've only had one producer throughout our whole time, so it, it's like that, that doesn't really pro- cross our minds often.
0: Oh, I don't mean just recording. I mean like playing on stage with, touring with, anything. Oh, yeah. hmm.
2: Um,
1: what are some bands? I just what's on my mind right now is uh, this band Oberhofer, who I really looked up to. They were in L.A. this week playing a show, and I, I was like, I would love to work with Brad Oberhofer in some way, or or tour with them or whatever, because um, they're like a huge influence. Um, we really like the band Good Kid, oh yeah, Toronto. They're awesome. Um, be cool to tour with them. Uh, we played a uh, we played a show with them in L.A. and hopefully one day we'll play a show with them again. They're super nice guys.
0: What about you, Jeremy?
2: I I would love to uh, play with Young the Giant. I think that'd be pretty cool. Oh yeah. Do you know that Luke's best friends with
1: <laughs> with Young? <laughs> <laughs> no it's not true it's not true it's a joke that we have an inside joke but yeah i mean there's like lots of bigger bands that would be cool to tour with like we'd like to get like open for a, a huge band on yes tour.
2: yeah uh we have our site set uh while it was just announced like a two months long tour and uh we're getting the feelers out. We're we're trying to get on it because we our people fit call it. really well musically, and uh, we also like to tour. So I think it's a win-win. Uh, yeah, that that would be awesome. Even though, like a portion of that tour would be would be incredible to be on because uh, Wallows is kind of cleaning up pretty well right now. It would be cool to share the stage with them.
0: Well, I mean, with how things have been going on right now, well, that might be a possibility. I can see it happening.
2: Pretty sure, oh, yeah. That would be really cool.
0: I mean, if you guys made the top 90 on Spotify, there's nothing you guys can't complete or accomplish. <laughs> I have full faith um, in you guys.
1: We, we'll we're, see. We'll see if it sticks. Yeah. We're just dying to get out there because, like, before COVID, like, we really our tours were just booked by ourselves and our manager and um, you know, we were playing to, like, 20, 30 people in a club and like... Omaha. Omaha. <laughs> <was just> <laughs> yeah, you know, like, random. play Wherever we could play, that's where we would play. And, and now that, you know, shows are starting to happen again, uh, I feel like our shows will be a lot different than the last time we were out there. So um, I'm excited to, to start playing again.
2: I hope people who are listening to the song online actually show up and come to the shows yeah because uh i do feel like our live show our live shows are better than the recordings in, this, in especially opinion. those
1: those old like the further you go back into rare occasions recordings like the more we feel like we could have done a better job producing them so i feel like the live the live experience and also the songs have sort of evolved like half-heartedly we have the these harmonies in them uh which are not in the recording. It's not in the recording. Yet. Like the songs have just gotten better and better the more we play them in front of people. So um, yeah, you got to you got to come out and see us live. The records don't do it justice.
0: I all couldn't agree more. Well, you go yeah, first.
2: Yeah, all of the progress that has been happened, it's I mean, there's nothing about it that I don't like. I I'd love to see all of it, but it's presenting uh, an opportunity to translate and convert people. <sighs> Sounds like rare occasions as a cult. <laughs> oh, we, wanna, like,
1: to join. we wanna
2: convert people from like people who just like a 30 second clip of this one song that they found out about on TikTok and like making uh, them know, making it aware that they know, uh, you know, we have a lot of music, we're a band. We, we don't make, a, we're not a meme band as much as I wish that we were. <laughs> we, we have a lot of music and we're musicians and we love doing what we do. So we're just hoping that we can get people to listen to the rest of our music, come to shows. And I think that like a lot of the progress that we've seen over the last month or so, it's been ones and zeros for us. It's just been all over the internet, but there hasn't been this like, Tangible thing that we've been able to witness with our own two eyes, um, like interacting with people in in person. So, um, yeah, I, I I'm really antsy to get out to shows to see that, how things have changed in that respect. But yeah, we'll we'll see what happens.
0: Well, if you guys ever come down to CT again, let me know, and I will haul ass.
2: Heck we yeah. absolutely
0: will. Like so last heard, night. Where are you out again? I'm at, um I'm in Connecticut. Okay, cool. Yeah. Like last yeah. night yeah. I went to um I saw a band I have worked with on my show. I'm actually wearing their shirt right now. And I dragged my friends to it. And now they're all, they're all like they're all diehard fans now. It's great. <laughs> yeah, but, I, like I, I have the biggest music mind in my entire friend group. So everyone's always coming to me for new music. And they know I they know I do this now. So, they're like, Who are you working with this week? Who are you working with this week? Like every time. Nice. So, and I always send them the music and they always love it. So, oh, yes,
1: yeah. taste maker. Love it.
2: What, what, yeah, uh, it's, a, it's a really good feeling getting people into music that you love. What venues should we play at in Connecticut?
0: There's a few venues, but I'm trying to think because there's big venues like the Xfinity Theater, then there's dive bars, which are actually a lot of fun. Because here there are decent crowds for dive bars. There are really decent crowds. Like the one I went to yesterday, almost, I think, 50-plus people showed up. Okay. We and played at the space one time. And then there's a place called Toad's Place, which has always been known for having great concerts.
2: Yeah. Have, I've been there before. My my brother went to Quinnipiac, uh, and, yeah, he, he brought me to Toad's Place one time, uh, and I wasn't 21 yet. It was pretty fun.
0: <laughs> to those place is great. I, I went there before I was 21 too, so I feel you on that one. <laughs> oh good times. I just didn't drink though, okay? I didn't want to get kicked out.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's tough for when it's tough when you're a band that most of your listeners are underage. Cause a lot of bar venues or clubs just don't let you in. So like it's tough to when we have shows, it's like only it's it's really hard to get an all-ages show uh at when you're at a smaller level like we have been for the past 10 years uh so like yeah only like a third of our listeners could even come to the show because they're we could only all shows enough. yeah we could only get 21 plus shows um even when we were starting out in college and we were underage, yeah, we would like we get we'd, kicked, out kick, kicked out of our own show. of our own show as soon as we're done playing. It's just really annoying. So. Are you serious?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was venue in Boston yes. like would let us into uh, a venue, where like we actually didn't o- almost even get to play our own show. It's kind of a pain.
1: They wow. didn't believe that we were a band. They are like, "No, you're just some kids trying to get in to drink." At the Can tab,
2: <laughs> Wow. I don't
1: think they're around anymore, so I can say it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's insanity. Also, at the, we played at the Hard Rock in Boston, too. And we played, and then uh, at the time, our fourth member, um, who's no longer in the band, but um, he was 20. Oh, he, he was underage. So he, he had to leave as soon as we finished playing. It was just like, not the vibe. It's but, annoying.
0: Oh, you guys don't got to worry about that no more.
1: Yeah, hopefully we can get some all-ages shows. Yeah. Or at least sneak some people in.
0: (laughs) Good thing is I don't need to sneak in since I'm 23. I'm I'm good. There you go. Nice.
1: 23.
0: Yep. All right. My next question is, what is the best piece of advice you could give your listeners and fellow musicians?
1: Oh, man. Listeners? uh best advice we give our listeners is to come to our shows (laughs) (laughs) i'll follow it all right (laughs) i would like our listeners to know it's all gonna be okay that's what our music is is about it's like you you might be going through a tough time but it's gonna be okay you're you're gonna come out the other side uh uh a stronger person yeah and also uh, drink drink a lot of water Yes, it changes everything. No.
2: No. Yeah. Oh, and, and don't drink coffee. You don't need to drink coffee. It's not good for you. <laughs> you got there. What I?
1: What advice would I give to other musicians? Is just keep putting music out because you never know when something just randomly from five years ago pops off on TikTok. So yeah. Just like we didn't know that we were doing something good at the time but just the fact that we just like we we never stopped we just constantly released music um and we were able to do that just by doing most most of it ourselves um it kept the cost down and you just keep making music just keep putting it out there and you never know what people will like and what they won't like so and, well and to- be genuine don't don't try and hop on like a a trend or just, like, get behind, like, some hype that's going on because, you know, you
2: just have to do what, like, what is true to yourself as an artist. And yeah. people, that's always what people will fall in love with the most when yeah. you're being genuine. Yeah, people People are smart. They They sense things. They know things. And they can tell when you're doing it for a reason other than just doing it because you love it. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, Notion, a lot of people think that Notion was released in, like, 2019 or something like that, or, like, 2020. I don't think TikTok existed when Notion came out in 2016. So, like, we didn't have, like, viral, I mean, it's the digital age, YouTube and Facebook and Twitter existed. Um, it's not like it came out in the dark ages, but, like. TikTok is on a different level in terms of becoming viral, and I think the song becoming viral is because we we tried to achieve a unique sound that was true to us, and what you know we weren't trying to follow. Yeah, like Luke said, like a trend or anything. It's just just make make what makes sense to you, and and people will follow suit if uh, if it's true. So.
0: Uh, Is the best thing I've heard in a long time, because that's why I love music. There are many bands I don't like listening to because they are just following a trend. And I want people who are original. Like, I can give you five bands right now who are original and have their own style of music. Korn, Rare Occasions, Sunsinger, Edge of Paradise, Link Like, a lot of groups I work with, a lot of them do have their original styles, and they're not even following trends, which is what I love the most. Because seeing that originality and that soul go into music is what makes it beautiful.
1: That's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Couldn't have said it better myself. And that's that's so true.
0: Yep, I listen to a lot of music all the time. And I can tell when someone's bullshitting and when someone's actually putting their heart and soul into it.
2: It's it's really, it's pretty obvious.
0: Oh, yeah. I wonder,
1: I wonder if there'll be, because we've now had like a little bit of success, will there be like, a bunch of copycat rare occasions, like bands trying to chart on um, TikTok. To, I would be honored if people <laughs> were trying to copy. <laughs> there was some like uh, bargain the, bin rare occasions. Yeah.
0: The internet has given you the crown. Let's see where it goes.
1: They'll be called the common occurrences. Yeah, the common occurrences.
2: <laughs> yeah, no done that yet.
0: That's great. All right, well, I have two more questions for the night. Second to last one is, what is next for rare occasions?
2: What's next?
1: Uh, We're working on some new music now. Um, And we'll probably be out early 2022, hopefully. Um, And we also just want to get on the road. Yeah, we're just dying to get out there and play some shows. Meet the people that have been causing us to go viral <laughs>
0: who did this who did this we want to do this that's actually a genuine like genuinely good question because how the hell did this even start like someone with a lot of influence had to here at first and just spread it from there but the question is whom
2: i mean it, it's a bunch of people really it's not any one person <laughs> yeah. but
1: to us it's just been a number on a screen yeah we yeah we feel very like uh disassociated from it so it'll be it'll we're just really excited to interact with the physical world, playing shows, meeting the people behind the screens and uh, being a rock band. Cause that's what we, uh, that's our goal. That's what we want to do.
2: Our aspiration is to be a rock band.
1: <laughs> we want to be a rock band. <laughs> <laughs> We've been doing it for so long, but it's still, it's yeah. still our goal. It's still our goal. It,
2: yeah. I, I love to just like, Say hi to people in person. It's uh, it's nice, nice commenting and thanking people for their support. But yeah, it's it's a little bit more gratifying and real to do it do it in person and high five someone at the end of a conversation. So
0: yeah. Well, hopefully I could be one of those people. It's g to yeah.
2: the road. Next time we're in Connecticut, we'll we'll uh, we'll high five you.
0: <laughs> for me. <laughs> All right, my final question and my personal favorite is Do you have any questions for me?
1: Oh, oh, that's a good one. That is a good one.
0: Um, <coughs> whatever expects it.
1: Yeah, that's I already asked you what like favorite venues we know a little bit, a bit about your music taste. Uh, do you, uh, do you buy records? Do you, is there a record shop near
0: you that you like Yes. To- actually, behind me, I have that brown cabinet. You can see part of it. It's oh, full yeah. Of, it's full of vinyl records.
1: Oh, um, nice. Sick. That's oh,
0: yeah. cool. I'm a huge collector of vinyl. And there are actually a lot of record shops that are in Connecticut, believe it or not.
2: Nice. Nice. Do you play anything at all?
0: Hmm? Do you play any instruments? i am trying to get a guitar because I really do want to start. Because I do my own lyric. I write my own lyrics. So I do want to actually make a band. <laughs> you yeah, you it? did.
1: I didn't pick up a guitar till I was 21. When I was 21 is when I bought my first guitar. So um, I played, I strummed a little bit before that. But yeah, like it's never too late. Like it's, it's actually the perfect time. When you're 23,
2: like start a band. Come on, we want to see you out there. Yeah. Okay. And like you're, you're like getting your name out there too. Like once you say like, "Hey, I'm trying to join a band," then everyone's gonna be like, "Oh, that's the guy who does that YouTube channel." Yeah. And interviews. That's like a great way to get your name out there organically. And then people, are like, oh yeah, that guy knows music. I trust him in whatever style of music he wants to to start a band with that's awesome
0: i appreciate what,
2: what, that. what uh what other bands would you love to interview on this show
0: my main goal is to work with currents someday because they're the ones who got me started on this journey mm-hmm. that is like my number one bit i would love to work with is currents
1: nice yep awesome that's yeah their sweet.
0: music got me out of a lot of depression and that's i want to thank them personally a and I want to learn what went into the song that saved my life. That's my biggest goal with that.
1: That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. That's that's music is powerful. And I bet they would love to hear that from you. Yeah. Like if you ever did meet meet
0: them. I'm hoping I can eventually. That's like one of my goals. Well, hey, who knows? It hasn't been a full year yet. I can pull it off. I just started this program after all. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. Yeah, dude, I'm sure that'll pop up in ways just like how this thing is happening to us. Like, you can push and try for the craziest things, and sometimes it doesn't happen. And then in other ways, the things that you least expect come your way in in no time. So, yeah, I would love to see you interviewing that band. That would be pretty cool that you finally got to have that moment.
0: Oh, when that happens, I'm going to probably faint. I'm not going to lie. Or I'm gonna cry. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I the events led to a week long insomnia trick of trick of suicidal attempts and massive insomnia and a bunch of other crap. So that the fact that a song got me out of it, still yeah. a lot to think about.
1: Absolutely, that M- music is 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 very healing. But you know, I, I hope you know you still have to. Seek out the resources you need. You know, music yeah. isn't always always the number one answer. But that's well, definitely. I'm good now.
0: Like I'm totally good now. Okay, that's good. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm hundred percent fine now. It's it's great. That's
1: awesome. Man. That's awesome.
0: All right. Yeah, I think I'm gonna wrap things up here because well, we're good.
1: Sweet. Yeah. Thanks for having us here. Thanks Dude, for thank you guys
0: so much us. for being here. This has been amazing. You all have a wonderful evening. You too,
2: you as well.